0: Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the podcaster. When I hear the term turkey trot, I say, well, one, I see pictures of that. And I say, well, that's that's not the day for me to be trotting around, especially I see everybody breathing cold air. And I'd say... It, like even though I'm I'm a runner, I don't know if I like associate fun and run together. But that's great for everybody that's out there. But when I picture it, I picture a turkey trotting, and I say, "Wow, well, wonder where that, where that turkey's trotting off to." Looks pretty hopeful. Like in my mind, it's a happy turkey trotting off for some feed. And, uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, like I didn't even realize the irony and everything I'm saying, but the turkeys in my mind are trotting off, uh, to, to eat, you know, enjoy themselves. Uh, and you might be saying, who is this turkey trotting off, uh, at the mouth? Uh, and I'd say, yeah, well, I'm about to trot on a parade recap episode here in a little while. And you may, may be wondering what, you know, well, yeah, what am I, what am I trotting about? Uh, I mean, I do trot uh, when I talk, because uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. It never gets going, takes forever to get started, then doesn't go anywhere. So glad you're here if you're new. This is a podcast to keep you company and take your mind off stuff, because you deserve a good night's sleep. That's why we make the show. Is uh, to give you a place uh, where you could get, get, you know, like uh, be distracted and fall asleep uh, because your sleep is important. You deserve it, and we know how it feels. A lot of us, uh, me, that makes the show, and a lot of people out there listening. That's why I call it the Deep Dark Night. So I'm glad you're here. The Spy Kiss is a bit different, so just see how it goes. Like uh, millions of people, not millions, but around a million people have said took two or three tries to get used to this show so give it a few tries if you're new just see how it goes it is hard to get used to it first structurally this is like a little intro hello then there'll be sport because the show comes out twice a week for free then there'll be an intro that you could use as part of your wind down routine and uh, then there'll be a parade recap uh, and I think this is going to be a new style one. And, uh, you know, that's it. What do you say? Uh, what, what, what comes next? Oh, thanks for making it possible, my patron papes. Uh Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play, and I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. It could be thoughts you're thinking about on your mind, thoughts about the past, the present, the future. You know, stuff you're thinking about, uh... Or, you know, like or that's just popping up on your mind or that your mind is saying think- you say I prefer not to th- this is really what happens to me well two things I say either I say I prefer not to think about this and I say oh that's all I can think about right now or I just know I say am I like I, like I notice myself thinking about stuff and I say am I really thinking about this I want to go to bed. So whatever, like thoughts, it could be feelings, anything emotionally coming up for you related to those thoughts or emotions left over from the day or feelings that are just there, physical sensations, changes in time, temperature, routine. You could be going somewhere. You could have a guess. You could be preparing for something, whatever it is. I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff so that you could fall asleep. and the, what, what what else comes next? Oh yeah, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across a deep dark night. Here I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones and pointless meanders. So That means my voice is not traditionally soothing, but it, you know it's it's a it's a I'm having a dull conversation with you to keep you company. And creaky dulcet tones are right on the. They're, they're just, they're, they're, they're enough that they can kind of get your attention, but you don't need to listen to them. We've all had, you know, it's just a way of saying, uh, your voice. It's bare, it's, uh, it's not barely listenable, but I barely listen to it. You know, no offense to like crickets, cricket, whatever those other things are called, wind, um, frogs. We I have that in common. You, you hear sometimes you notice those sounds, and they say, "Was that sound? Is that sound there all the time?" And I just know morning doves. Oh boy, do I love a morning dove! You know, but then I say, "Huh, how, long, how long's that bird been making that?" Not bad. Anyway, I got I got thoughts I got to worry about now. That's what happens for me. And then maybe ten years later, I say, huh, "Is that a morning? Is that? Would you call that a morning dove cooing?" Uh, or is that oh, wow? That's a nice buzzing. Is that in the trees, or uh, where's that? You know, is that a is how, what kind of what kind of wonderful uh, natural being is making that noise? Uh, so that's what the creaky dulcetones are like. You, you, you say uh, you probably say that. Uh, you, yeah, you say huh? he's still talking there? I, I was asleep. So um, those Creaky tones, Pointless Meanders, and Superfluous Tangents, you kind of already seen a few of those. It means I'll go off topic, I'll forget what I was talking about, then I'll talk about something else, then I'll try to remember what I was talking about, then I'll probably use, misspeak, then I'll go. Then I'll say, hmm. I'll, you know, fill, fill it up with filler words. And all this is a, a couple of things to know about the show. First, why we make it. We said it earlier. One, I know how it feels in the deep, dark night. Trouble staying asleep is, uh, my latest one and being restful. Uh, I just had a, um, I don't know, like two week span maybe. And I got those dreams that wake you up. Uh, not even mostly rote like I have these rote dreams that, that involve rote tasks, uh, i said, rather have, like, what, why am I having these exhausting dreams that I wake up from? I mean, I know why, but be honest. But, you know, it's called <laughs> it's called the, extra, the, the, that extra drop of humanity. They got, when they said, oh boy, did you put two drops in that kid? And they say, yeah, he already moved down the line. Oh boy. Okay. Oh, uh, you, you like a, uh, put two drops in and that's another sleep with me listener there so what was my point oh so yeah trouble getting to sleep trouble staying asleep i know how it feels there's a lot of other people listening that know how it feels and that can probably relate in some way to how you feel maybe not everybody listening has gone through what you're going through whatever's keeping you up uh well you kind of all share this unity that's why we're calling it the deep dark night united because we're united by that fact uh I mean, it might even be. It doesn't have to be emotional or uh, physical or spiritual. It could just be like you know. I'd prefer to be asleep and getting some rest here. Uh, it could be as simple as that. We can totally deflate everything around and say, you know what, we all share. Prefer to get some rest. Uh, like that. Like that's soup with me, the Canada Canada edition. You know what? Just prefer to get some rest instead of what I would normally say. Uh, which would be razz of frazz and, you know, and steam's coming out my ears. I didn't even think about that. I see. Hey, Deep Dark night. I would prefer to be asleep. Thank you. I'd prefer to be asleep right now. So, uh, oh, so that's why I make the show. The other reason we make the show is you deserve a good night's sleep. You really do. You deserve a place you can get some rest. You deserve a bedtime you feel neutral about or could look forward to. And hopefully I could be a part of that. Now, if I can't, uh, check out sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. But I will tell you, it does take a few tries to get used to the show. It's just very different. I'm trying to explain all this in the intro. But uh, it does take two or three tries just because this show is very different from your expectations. Because if you found this show, it was probably out of a place of frustration. And maybe someone told you about it or you were searching for something. And you say, aren't you supposed to just do, isn't there supposed to be some sort of chimes in the background and you're supposed to be counting down and, uh, saying stuff like, uh, aren't you supposed to be a little bit calmer? Your personality does not seem calm. And I say, no, I'm, I'm going for relatable or I'm just being myself, uh, which is relatable to some people. So. Yeah, no, this podcast is different. Uh, so see how it goes. Give it a few tries. If you already loathe the show, yeah, check out com slash no thank you. But a couple of things that are different. This is a podcast uh, th- that you don't really listen to. You kind of just barely listen, like I said, about the creaky dulce tones. This is also a podcast that doesn't put you to sleep. It's here to keep you company while you fall asleep. I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar bud, your boar bestie, your neighbor, your boar burr, your boar sib, your boar bruh, your friend in the deep, dark night. To keep you company, a friend you don't have to listen to, like it wasn't there like you got a friend indeed, like Woody and Buzz, do they sing that to each other? Randy Newman sang it to them. You got a friend in me, something like that. Like in this one, I don't even know. I I forgot I had an analogy in there, but I'm the kind of friend that you, like I'm the friend you, you don't need to listen to. You got a friend you don't need to listen to. I guess it doesn't, uh, fall into a good, doesn't, it's not a songy, but, uh, so you don't really need to listen to me. It's kind of like there's something playing in another room or it's someone you may not listen to normally, but there's a social compact in other situations where you're supposed to, you feel like you should listen. You don't need to listen to me. You just say, uh-huh, uh-huh, oh yeah, oh boy, cash, gosh begosh, eh? So that's one thing. This podcast also is, is not, even though like uh it kind of started this podcast in 2013 with the idea of making a sleep podcast and being like, hey, there's no kind of silly sleep podcast. Uh, how come there's no podcast to put you to sleep? But this podcast actually doesn't put you to sleep. It keeps you company while you fall asleep. I take your mind off of stuff. I kind of distract you. And you say, oh, I could listen to Scoots uh, and watch him kind of try to get through an intro and... Then maybe talk about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in a different way. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, I don't know what my point was. Oh, you don't need to listen to me. Also, don't put you asleep. At some point, you just fall asleep. Uh, And if you can't sleep, I'm here to the very end. So if you can't sleep, I'm here to keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep, whether you're listening or not. For some people, they listen all night long. For some people, they set sleep timers. So those are a couple of things to know. The other thing is the structure of the show is different than most people expect. The show starts off with a greeting. Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I think it talked about, try, try, you know, fun runs or whatever. But that don't see say, that doesn't sound fun run. <laughs> I say, okay, is it on one of those moving walkways where we just stand? Because that sounds fun. Uh, It actually doesn't, but that sounds like a sleep with me. The sleep with me fun run edition. Standing the world's longest moving walkway. I don't know where, if anybody's listening and wants like is not in bed. Let me know if you know. Like, uh, let's try to find that out. I prefer a rubberized walkway like they used to have in uh, Disney, but you know I'd go for whatever. But rubberized one would be good if it's the world's longest. Um. Where was I? Oh, structure. Oh, a couple of things. Oh, so it starts off with a greeting. Then there's support for the show. Because the podcast, the goal is for it to come out twice a week, reliably, Sunday and Wednesday nights, be over an hour and be free or optional to pay for, really. Uh, and uh, that way you can get it whenever you want it or for people that listen all night long. Uh, you know, that's the kind of way, it's, it's there reliably for whoever needs it. it is, so that's the support. Then there's support for listeners who are having a tough time. Then there's support for the communities around the show. Uh, and then there's the intro, which we're our, most of the way through already. And some people lump the support and the intro together. But the intro is a essential part of the show for most listeners. If, as you become a regular listener, you could be one of those 2% of people that skip the intro. But for most listeners, the intro is part of their wind down routine. It's meant to ease you into bedtime, not to just put you to sleep. Like I said, this show does not not put you to sleep. Now, there are people that are already asleep. And I guess that's like the paradox of sleep with me. The, the harder I try not to put you to sleep it within the context of the show, the better it works. I'm here to keep you company because you, you, you don't need to fall asleep. uh I'm here to keep you company, but you don't. You know what I'm saying? Maybe don't. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Like I don't even understand this podcast. I made over whatever eleven hundred more plus episodes. So, yeah. uh, Oh, so yeah. But the intro eases you into bedtime. Now you could be in bed getting comfortable or asleep or next to someone that's sound asleep that we're happy for. Or you could be doing something else, relaxing, or you could be getting ready for bed. But the intro is the twilight period, a buffer between the day and the night, uh, or the evening and the night. So that's what the intro does, as well as introducing people to the podcast and to me and you say, oh boy, this is what we're dealing with, uh. And you say, yep, he's a turkey. He's a trotting turkey. So that's the intro. Then there's, again, support between the intro and the show. So it can come out reliably twice a week for free, be over an hour, have, like, over 500 episodes to choose from. That's all from the the percentage of people that, uh, like, uh, choose to support the show. But that's great because everybody else, you you say, okay, it's totally optional. Uh, Just like falling asleep is totally optional. So that's the support. Then um, there's thank yous. Oh, no. Then there's a a story. Tonight will be a a parade recap. And I'm recording the intro. And I think what we're going to do is a parade predictor recap. But I'm not positive about that. Uh, Which would mean uh, the parade is not going on as I'm recording this. But like uh, ahead of the parade recording episode like kind of like uh, before a season of a sport or something or a tv show where the scripts have not come out you say well this is what i think is going to happen so i don't know there's just an nice structural idea i had i said well that could be interesting so we'll see if it, what 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 happens or i could say well let's just wait till the parade comes out so that's uh the episode then there's thank yous at the end so that's why i make the show Because you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, The show is a bit different, so see how it goes. But I'm really glad you're here. I really appreciate your time and you coming by. Uh, You're in the next drive. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. And here's a couple of ways we're able to do it for you for free twice a week. Hello, 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 everybody. This is your friend Ray, your neighbor Ray here. So good to be in your ears. We got a little bit of a surprise for all of you, and uh, this was something Scooter and I sat down and uh, told, so Scooter is here. Uh, Usually sometimes, uh, oh, hello, nice to meet you. So good to be in your ears. Happy holiday season, however you celebrate or if you choose not to. This is your friend Ray, Scooter's neighbor Ray, Ray Perkins here. Pleased to meet you. So good to be in, so thankful to be in your ears. Because really, what is this more seasonal time about than being thankful? And sometimes you got to be thankful for not being, if you know Scooter, I can be thankful for Scooter not being there and, and Scooter could be thankful for that. You say, well, you're still good. Good news, Scooter. You're still a human being. You're still doing your best, and sometimes you don't, you, you're thankful that you're not doing your best. You know what I mean? You don't feel like doing your best, uh, and that's doing your best too. So, you know, so, some people say, Ray, you, no one's ever said this except for Scooter. He said, Well, you're like a self help coach that's not there to help. You're just there to you say, You know, I don't need to, co- I'm just here to encourage you and say, You're doing, the, you, yeah, like a coach. In the, you know, imaginary coach that doesn't do anything but say, hey, you're doing a good job. Whatever the job you're doing, someone's got to acknowledge it's work. Uh, But so we're here uh, to talk in a very meandering way about the highlights of a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but not the 20, what year is it? Uh, 2022? We're going to be talking about the 2013 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Which you could watch, and if you're a fan of uh, balloons or Broadway, I would highly suggest loading it up and looking at a couple of the highlights here, or making a playlist of all the parades and just watching them in a row. And we're doing this for a few reasons. One, podcast started in 2013, but, but this that we didn't start covering parades till 2014, but also. Uh, Scooter's developed a, comp- a complicated relationship with the parade because of the release schedule and the consumption of the parade that uh, I said, well, Scooter, let's have a production meeting. So I don't know if I'll have Scooter on. He wants to talk about the Broadway, a couple of the uh, musical numbers. But so we chose to do the 2013 parade, so Scooter could do it at a more leisurely pace. Because what would happen is, Scooter would watch the parade, you know, on Thanksgiving. Then he would try to watch it again. Then he would try to watch it again with me, and we would take notes. And then we would watch, and it just became, a, and and that had to be very condensed, so we could get it out. But also. I don't know. There was something about having this time gap, uh, that enabled us to say, well, boy, this is fun watching it in this manner. So I don't know if next year we'll do the 2014 parade or the 2012 parade or what, or, or the 2022 parade. And this will just be the highlights. So there was an opening number here. Hello, uh, 2013, a marching. Oh boy, this was good. Uh, And I guess this was the year. 2013 was a good year for pop music, uh, 2012, uh, because they were singing Macklemore. And was it Ryan Lewis? Uh, uh, Hold Us. uh, bop, 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 bop. And this is particularly for Scooter and I. We have positive memories of Macklemore and listening to a few of these songs with his daughter, and then listening to uh, kids' pop versions of them, which is quite like uh, listening to both versions. In the kitchen of where I first met Scooter, it was a year like 2013. Nine years ago, he's been doing this podcast over a thousand episodes. You believe it? But so they have a marching band playing Hold Us, And dances and it's awesome. They also have some sort of contra I don't know what to call it other than the contraption. Like out of a circus where there's a circle, a giant circle star, like a rolling drum with a with a a band member in there. I'm not even sure if they're playing music. We'll have to see when it comes up. Uh rolling stars with drummers in with someone playing the drums inside. And it's cold. We took the temperature a few times. Then we go to Al and Amy Cool. So we had Amy Cool who's who uh that's our original, you know, in twenty fourteen Amy also introduced the parade with Al. Oh, we're watching the dances now. And uh they're really getting down. Someone just did a flip. There's the drummers, the marching band, another set of dances, uh, and different uh Oh, I didn't know there was two layers of dance. Those, those dancing band members, marching band people with the uh, drum major, whatever they call it. Now the now the band, the drummers are dancing and doing some moves. Uh, now I didn't play, you know. I didn't. Oh, they jumped backwards. I just want to give you when this rolling. This was one of the highlights. Oh, they roll it in on wheels. Uh, then they pop it up. Uh, it looks more like a game show contraption that they're strapped to. For some reason, I thought they were inside, but they're not. Uh, and they have uh, helmets on, which is good. And they're playing the drums and they're more dancing. So that was it. So then Al and Amy Cool set the parade up. And, like I said, Amy Cool was our original. Uh, Person that introduces a parade in 2022, I don't know who will introduce it. Uh, the person that looks like uh, the per- one of the people from, like, that looks like David Benioff, who is the head of Macy's, uh, for the Macy's CEO. And I'm sure I'll remember the gentleman's name later. He does a good job, but he's no Amy Cool. I mean,. You never forget your first uh, recorded parade, you know, person, uh, parade. Uh, I don't know what Amy's special title is. Uh, creative director, I believe. Okay, there are is there. Uh, neon. Oh, the, like uh, this was, uh, I guess, some, some 80s nostalgia. There was neon green and blue outfits in the CLO. Oh, there's Amy. Amy looks like she's going to a Dallas Cowboys game. Uh, like, uh, she, oh, there's also this, uh, stem or steam robots, uh, and the robot is what cuts the ribbon to start the parade. Uh, Macy's executive producer, Amy Kuhl, cool. that's K-U-L-E, by the way. Okay. So they use a robot from the future, future something engineers, uh, First, it's called Future uh, I-R-S-T, something engineers. Uh, but the robot cuts the ribbon. Now, that is exciting. And there's a young man in neon teal who's running the robot, uh very happy. Okay, the robot's going. It has gold uh, scissors. It cut, the, it cut the ribbon. And now there's cheering and all that stuff also sonic is in the background scooter said and uh scooter scooter okay so now i'm going to go to scooter for the first musical highlight scooter go ahead thanks ray i don't know if this is my first time being on the parade but i just wanted to encourage happy uh holiday season i'm so thankful i get to do this show i'll be back later with uh, one of the floats i think or two of them and uh a couple of the highlights, but um yeah, I was like, if you're a fan of musicals, this is a great uh, year to check out. Not only really good musicals in a mix, but also now musicals that have made their way that are still some are still on Broadway. I believe I just saw something in the New York Times about Pippin, but that are like that you could see children's productions of. There's a lot of productions of Matilda going on right now. Probably some still touring as well, and uh, so really fun. And it starts off. Uh, let me get there though. Okay, so it's it's not, I'm I'm ahead of it, but that's fine. It starts off the first musical is 1959 Detroit Motown Barry Gordy. These are all mo- most of the musicals were big numbers too. And uh, get ready. So the first song is "Get Ready." And then it goes, uh, to, a a, not not dancing in the streets. Yeah. And this one was well, uh, rehearsed or produced because even though it had big cast, there's great singing and dancing, but the lip syncing was really on point. And maybe, maybe just because it was a big number, maybe, I don't know if it's the lack of zooms, uh and a big number and dancing, but it really, really worked, I think, more. I mean, the musicals work. I mean, I say, well, that's their job. But I say, okay, but it worked a lot better than the the musical acts on floats. And I don't know if that's due to rehearsal or, or, or just because uh, obviously, the, like, uh, you know, uh, Ariana Grande is not going to be available to rehearse on the float there's Sonic in the background, but yeah, really good musical to start off with, I'm still ahead, uh, so, and, uh, let me see if I can bump it up, uh, another thing, Al, uh, oh, this is another really good sequence, though, after the musical was, uh, Al's with the actor from, uh, one of the Chicago shows, Taylor Kinney, very, very, uh, natural, charismatic guy. And he gives a jacket to Al, he gives a sponge, Spongebob shout out, his mom shout out. Just a really, really, uh, well, oh, you could see the, um, so Motel Musical starts, but there, were, you could see over, uh, the hosts, uh, you could even see the cast getting ready. And yeah, wow, lot of the whole, I mean, the whole cast, I don't know, but like a huge, huge number. And I don't know if on this one I got a chance to watch in the background, but now they got some great overhead shots of the dancing. And I don't know if they have to alter these dance numbers. I'm presuming they do because they don't, I don't think these like are like the medleys are in the musical because this goes from get ready to dance in the streets. Get ready because here I come, you know. But again, I just want to encourage you. Still, some, uh, still that's going on really good. After this will be, uh, Matilda. And, uh, this one, now, uh, like, uh, I did have someone in my, you know, my life auditioning for Matilda, I think twice. Uh, and so. And so uh, there's a performance of Matilda when I'm recording this going on in the Bay Area, two two to three different locations. And so I like I actually design like uh I was incorrect. Like the first time I listened to the cast recording, you know, I made my own pitch of like how I would um choreograph uh revolting children uh but that's, is that the second song? Yeah. Grin and Barrett is, uh, Nothing Will Change. The first uh, song is with Matilda. She has an amazing voice. Then the whole number, uh, Revolting Children. I don't know. Maybe that's one song I'm not, a, uh, but, uh, just a really, what was I saying? Oh, I, I cast it with just, uh, it did a more Dickensian show where it's more, Buttoned up, uh private school esque show. I don't know the plot of Matilda. I know it's based on Boykin and all that. uh But so, but beautiful singing. Then the song "Uh, uh, I, when I grow up a little bit." I don't know what that says. A little bit something because there isn't a a uh, a like a when I grow up a little bit something. So we do get one adult, uh, song, but again, they have like a double large cast Matilda. Like you can see them warming up, uh, so they have the children, uh, but then they go into a broader cast number right now. It's, uh, the young person who plays Matilda getting some shots of the crowd. Oh, there's even scooters. There's blocks, uh. And these are actual children, uh, performing and large, large number. And, uh, yeah, they're doing the revolting children, which, you know, anybody could get behind and now they're doing some overhead clapping and backward. They were, they're even doing backwards running and dancing stepping on the blocks, marching. Oh, here come the teachers of the older kids. Uh, I mean, this is a really great song. If you're not familiar with Matilda the Musical, even though I'm not familiar, I'm only familiar with the songs. Uh, here comes a professor. Or I don't know. I guess I'm making an assumption. I don't know if this is adult Matilda, honestly. And, oh, I guess she's is she singing when I grow up. Uh, I don't know. Is it an orphanage or just a school? Or a private school? I mean, they're dressed in private school style clothing. Now there's uh, another the scooter number. Wow! I mean, this is now we get more adults uh, or professors. And uh, and then that number comes to an end. We get a shot of the audience. Then we have Al running with the wimpy kid balloon. Running something could use butter. And I guess yeah, there he goes. He's interviewing a balloon holder. And running with them, now I miss butter. I don't know if butter was only a parade for one or two years, but uh hello, uh Macy's and NBC have butter at every. Like, didn't remember last year. I got confused because, uh, or I told Ray this because I thought uh Al was going to Facetime butter, but he Facetime President Biden, and, and I said uh, that was a missed. I mean, they could have done both. They should have had a three three way call. Okay, but now we got Kinky Boots is starting another great number. Uh like uh let's see. So let's see what do we got from Kinky Boots? Kinky Boots Tony's uh oh, six Tony's uh Raise You Up and Just Be, Glitter Boots Boards. So I don't know if that that add a layer uh, like a stage for them or backstage. Probably not in the Broadway show, but a nice touch, like just uh, glitter boots, uh, I guess, to represent the uh, shop and the backstage, the back of the stage. But again, we have multiple dancing and then like about halfway through after this number, like a large, like uh, influx of more cast members dancing and singing. I guess as an actor is a bit like a helping hand. Set your, f- 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 set your free, free. Man, my handwriting, violet. And those, uh. Set yourself free. Oh, they're just the amount of the way someone does free. Like, uh I think I added a ton of ease and stuff. But yeah, a lot of dancing going on right now and singing and giving everybody like a lot more of the cast. Uh, again, bigger numbers. So like, uh, So, yeah, I can't read the rest of my writing though. Oh, they do, instead of ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary or friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, they say. Sick setup, but now... I don't know what they say. They say, ladies and gentlemen, and those who are still, those, uh, doesn't say six set up, uh, five, five depth. Okay. I don't know. The next musical is Pippin. It starts in the crowd. Well, so well, um, planned out. And I I asked my daughter, said, is this like a famous Broadway, like, uh like I was more in, into it, but again in musical I'm familiar with, but there there's a couple like so they do this crowd work with just a lead, and uh this one at the very end he, he like so working through the crowd to stepping on a uh uh what's that thing called then uh leaning on a tree just singing to the camera uh uh and, uh, then this one girl is just so happy. Like it makes it, then they go to the big number. So they went from an individual number to a big number, which, I mean, I guess Matilda did too. And again, you would really, if you haven't listened to Pippin, um, you should, especially if you're a fan of like, uh, that, like, so it's 40 years old and it does have, like, it does remind me of those. Like when I first heard it, I, I could, I could guess the age cause it has that, uh, If you like hair, that kind of style, like musical style, but in a cool way. Uh, so they uh, come of sky and magic for you, uh, from the crowd come of sky. I think maybe that's the first song. Oh, come and join us, uh, for an hour or two. So they're, they're doing the big, now everybody's waving, uh, but they did it, uh, Great use of tree and camera so another one sounded great uh and the girl that was really happy in the front row join us do do do, doodly, do. Uh, another big number um I think that's it for me like braty Brant was on on briefly uh was interviewed i think by al. Uh, who we know uh, from uh, Breaking Bad, uh, and I'd just seen at the end of Better Call Saul, but always a pleasure to, pleasure to see, and, and, and she had been talking about, I guess, a 2013 show with uh, Michael J. Fox. Oh, we still have one more musical number. Carrie Underwood comes on. And sets up the sound of music, uh, which they were doing live. I don't know if this was the first NBC live. I don't know if they did double back-to-back shows, but like in that, I, I don't know if it's still a tradition at NBC. I know it was for years uh, where they were doing these live musicals, and uh, I'm not sure what night of the week, like, uh, but it was like I think after Thanksgiving, like maybe Friday or Saturday so carrie underwood sets it up uh it was uh we're going oh she also seemed uh stressed uh like she's like yeah we're going it's all live uh we still don't worry we still have a week uh but very professional i did not see this uh, the song is uh uh 16 going on 17 Rothel. uh I don't know what that is. Uh, Let's take a look here. Rothel Lies. But then after that is a rocket, Green and Red, Big Band Music, Old St. Nick. uh, They do the leg kicks, which is really cool. I put, man, you always forget how cool those leg kicks are. Okay, so we have the musical, 16 going in, 17. And believe it or not, I've never seen the sound of music. I mean, I'm familiar with the songs, never seen the movie or the musical. Uh, maybe this is the year. But uh, yeah, they're singing a little bit of a love story type uh, feel. Of this one. Um, okay, old Saint Nick, leg kicks are cool with the nutcrack or the uh, um, what is it, rockets? Uh, crowd goes wild for the rockets. Okay, they're going, walking back to the bike, singing to one another. So, this is a small, intimate number. And I mean, I have it on mute watching, so, the, but it definitely seems like the performance is good. And, uh, but a lot of space for just two people to be working in. So, now you kind of see why the um, larger cast. Oh, but now they're doing some dancing. I like it. A uh, couple lifts. Uh, Oh, wow, a serious lift there with a spin. I'm learning these terms from, you know, having a kid that's in a musical theater. So, I'm lucky. In 2013, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, uh, like, I didn't love uh, and wasn't, oh my gosh, big kiss at the end of the number. And now waves. Oh, everybody has pom-poms in the audience. Uh, interesting. So back to you, Ray. Thanks for having me on. Okay, Scooter. So thanks, Scooter, for uh, reporting there. And, yeah, we're going to run through some other highlights here. Um, we had the first first thing we saw was the teams of robots. Uh, and then we had Tom Turkey. Talk on one sixth of a year. Oh, th- th- this was confusing. They talk about Tom Turkey, the kind of float thing, and they say that uh one sixth of in the U.S. of turkeys, one sixth are eaten on Thanksgiving of a yearly consumption. I said, that seems low to me. I mean, I guess if you're counting deli turkey served everywhere in the United States, including fast food sandwich shops, uh, Maybe that makes sense, but even then you say, okay, all the turkey consumed in the U.S. in any means, only one-sixth of it is included on Thanksgiving. That's, uh, whatever, 15% or so. I would think it would be like 20%. I mean, if it includes every, like, but if you include non-sliced, like, if you cut sliced turkey out of there, right, right? And you you say tur- if you say all of all the turkeys and turkey breasts that are consumed in the United States in a non sandwich form initially, you might have leftovers as a sandwich. But we're talking prepared as a main entree. It's got to be fifty percent. Uh, so I don't know. That's just Ray. Okay. Then next up was the biggest college marching band. Uh, my favorite things. Uh, Something, first watch, uh, dances, flags, fast watch, uh, these are a few of my favorite things. Uh, yeah, it was, I guess it was good. And next up is, uh, Mikey and the, oh, there's Amy cool waving. Uh, she's at the head of the parade. Just, I mean, I guess with the teams with robots. Oh, first teams, that's the first teams, uh, okay, uh, Greg and, uh, Mikey, go ahead. Ah, uh, thank you, Ray. Uh, is next up is, uh, Snoopy, uh, Airfill, 515, okay, no, no, we did ratings, uh, if aerodynamic, on fill five out of five, uh, uh, Bird Buddy Steers Ears, uh, and uh it was good and then uh Mikey you want to take it Oh, you take the next one okay so there's a marching band after that oh no this is the marching band from race earlier thing but there is a band playing uh marching music oh no uh either music from snoopy or is it on speakers we did not know and uh then he is an ocean spray floats, and uh, Gavin DeGraw singing "Make It Move." Uh, there was some kids with good na- dance moves, Ray, and it was a pleasure. Uh, I go I'll back to you. Oh, well, thanks, uh, Gregor. Next up was the Six Fifty Spirit of America dancers, a very mad tea party. Uh, they said with, uh, Lady, Lady Gaga inspired, great color. And next up is Mikey with our next, uh, uh, segment. Hello, this is, uh, Mikey. Thanks for having me on. It's been a while. Uh, people say, Mikey, are you, uh, team green? Well, like, uh, you, you know, uh, there's a new show. But I Scooter said I was not old enough to watch the show yet. Uh, so people say, "Mikey, did you see House H, House of uh the House of the uh, flying uh, friend?" I say no, I was not allowed to watch it. Scooter told me about it. He said, "Okay, it's a show. Like, oh, get in bed and I'll tell you." Cuz he said, I, "I don't think I I could do a recap of that show if you can't watch it." But he said, "Get in bed and I'll tell you all about it." Uh once upon a time, there were two best friends, uh, and uh, and then this Damon. But it also sounds, I mean, the, this one it reminds me of Joff, my brother. There's no, I said, is there anyone like me? And, and they said, the Scooter said, there's no one like you. And I said, well, well, Prince, you know, Marjorie. And he said, well, Marjorie, yes, you know and i said uh oh uh, yeah and i can't watch it though and i said anyone like a mother and uh, Scooter said well there's a yeah there's a father that's uh and he he said I, I, oh sorry i'm supposed to be talking about the parade mikey though nice to meet all of you cuz i'm now we don't go on the show anymore i'm here with sir gregor formerly I was known as Lord Tommen. Maybe, you, you like, uh, probably say, who's Lord Tommen? And it's a correct, your grace is what you would refer to me as. Uh, Sir Gregor was, uh, now we're friends, and he just goes by the Gregor. Because, oh, what happened was, uh, you know, if people watched the show, at one season they decided my character was not fit to rule mother decided that and not fit to wed and so when mother decided that uh scooter came and picked me up in his uh f- 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 fiction machine also picked up the gregor who would i guess on the show become a, 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 like a blue person uh, like not on the avatar though And, uh, oh, I'm supposed to get back to the show. Sorry. So, so, so I was once, you would have won, if you had met me at my prime, but I feel like I'm at my prime now. Uh, I I like life here with Greg. I live, oh, Ray, I live with Ray. So Gregor and I live with Ray. Scooter rescued us uh, from our world in a uh, fan fiction fantasy machine. Because he said this isn't, you know, he he disagreed with Mother. He said, you know, uh, he said he couldn't get over to the uh, sept for Marjorie. Because this was later. But he was able, like, I stepped right into his fan fiction fantasy machine. It was off screen. And Sir Gregor was there, too. Anyway, it doesn't make any sense. uh... That's why we're here, to put you to sleep. Okay, so we had Sonic, uh, and it was a 5 out of 5 on air fill, or a 10 out of 10, because Scooter changed it. Good flying motion. Uh, Really, two for two on the balloons. Uh, Then we had a Sunny Side Up, uh, uh, oh, no, this is a different show, not Sesame Street, Uh, the Sunny Side Up show with Chica tina caitlin denisha carly kindness counts uh, and there was also uh when um chica's talks it's kind of like a kazoo sound chica's uh like a um a puppet then this kid's in a boat uh waving to chica i liked that girl in pink uh something oh staring at chica and then Lass a Frog. Well, Scooter, what does that mean, Lass a Frog? Okay, back to you, Ray. Oh, thanks, Mikey. Thanks for explaining that to Mikey and uh, the Greg uh, dreams to have him at my home, is, by the way. Next up, we had Lakota West High School. Uh, lots of win for the flags. Uh, uh, girl has a flag. Uh, and two parrots for the end. I don't know. Some of Scooter's notes here. Then we had the Aflag duck balloon and float on a sled. And a hockey float. Oh, and then Kelly Pickler. Scooter, did you want to take it for Kelly Pickler quickly? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Ray. I just want to say it was great to see Kelly Pickler. Uh, and she was in a great red dress. Uh, and I just remember. I don't watch a lot of seasons of American Idol, but I don't know if it was the first season or the second season or if I made it to the third. And I mean, I think that was the height of American Idol's fame that Kelly Pickler was on. And I was always struck uh, by uh, just someone being who they are, at least seeming like it on a reality show. So it was just great to see Kelly Pickler singing and uh, seemingly uh, staying relevant and performing. I mean, I guess it was 2013, but I don't know. That means American Idol had to be like uh, early aughts, mid-aughts. I don't know. So back to you, Ray. Oh, thanks, Scooter. So uh, next up was Jimmy Fallon in The Roots. Uh, This was before The Tonight Show had started, but they had the gig. Uh, and uh, with uh, Sesame Street, somebody, somebody come and play, and I liked how Jimmy uh, Fallon counted it down. He's so good at the parade acting. Uh, the roots are good. I mean, like, they, they just know how to perform in a parade, and this may have been the first parade performance. Uh, maybe not, uh, but you're watching them. I mean there's the kids and the Sesame Street puppets and all that. Big Bird is looking very yellow. But yeah, all the roots, uh uh so that's good. Uh next up is Bernie the Butterfly. Bernie the Butterfly here. Thanks, Ray. Uh yeah, that was a great one. Great parade acting. Speaking of great parades, another flying float. The float and by the way, the floats were low this year. Uh, because uh, of the wind, which worked out for all of us. I think the Hello Kitty float could have used a little bit more air, but it was. An, I'd give it a 9 out of 10. It was uh, Hello Kitty's 40th anniversary in 2014, so happy anniversary. Great, great flying action. Uh, then there was a, a high school band with great fall colors uh, and flags and cheer. And then there was a bizarre, it was strange. It was a goldfish float. It was very strange. Uh, But uh, on the float was uh, Five Harmony. Is that correct, Scooter? Uh, Better Together. Uh, And uh, what does this even say? World Everywhere. World, World were. Float book uh lots of boosh on float book that can't be accurate here it is though, oh, lots of bounce uh so uh, there was like a book sticking out from the float uh and two of the members of the band were uh, on this book uh off the stage, and it just has a lot of bounce, like too much bounce and but the book is let's have a parade. Oh, boy. Then, before I go, I get to introduce these cloggers. There's a clogger group. Uh, uh, clog, uh, cl- I don't know what they're called. All that. Uh, they clogged for three miles. Uh, it looks like Justin Timberlake is in the front of this band. I mean, I know it's not him, but uh, certainly good at uh, getting you look like Justin Timberlake. Uh, after that was... Uh, uh, the Hess truck float with some bridges, nice float. And I wish uh, Cheryl Lloyd gets to sing uh, "I Wish," and her band. And well, her band was into it, so they were really performing you know, on mute. It, it's a good performance. Uh, uh, Cheryl Lloyd has the right amount of uh, gloves and a hat to look bundled up and stay warm um some long wide shots some medium shots again i don't don't know i think like uh it's got to be hard to know which camera to look at uh so i don't know how they 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 rehearse any of it uh and then people dressed as signs there and then next up was a wimpy kid uh this was when the eighth book was just coming out hard luck uh The fill on the Wimpy Kid, we put it a 9 out of 10. Could have used a little bit more air to just tighten up a couple puckers. Hand on his head, but a good one. And this is on a guitar float from Gibson. is the one coming with the Wimpy Kid. And who's on the guitar float here? Grimace. Oh, he's grimacing ring oh Florida Georgia line. Again, they these two were very well uh uh at least one of the two uh I don't know the Florida if it was Florida the person from Florida, Georgia, but uh very well costumed, good performance, uh and then the float moves and it almost they almost fell down. They caught them off guard. They didn't tell them by oh and then Richard Simmons is in a turtle and to think about in podcasting, Richard Simmons, uh, had a journey in podcasting, a podcast about Richard Simmons. And this was before that. So it was good to see Richard Simmons in a turtle. Then there's a purple, uh, a purple, uh, what's that called? Uh, a hippopotamus, uh, that is in Disney universal, Richard Simmons and a tortoise with bunnies. Universal and Happy Hippo. That one was a nine out of ten. But a smaller floats, and then the Oneida Nation, uh, which uh, is uh, like in Oneida, New York, uh, and uh, there's Oneida Lake. All and, and they so they did a perform. They have a float, and then they did a wonderful performance. I rewound it here. The purple. uh, Uh, thing is going by, Uh, then they go to an ad, I think, but we, you know, we don't need to. Yeah, so then you have the Oneida Nation's dances. Uh, Now, I don't know if these are actually the Native Pride dances, so not all from uh, the Oneida uh, Nation. And then after that, saw Paul Frank uh, Julius. uh, 10 out of 10 on that fill. That thing is filled. I've never seen a balloon filled so well. And maybe its ear could use a little air. And it has a jetpack, so it looks good flying right into the camera. And uh, back to you, Ray. Oh, Bernie, thank you so much. Uh, So good to be here. Next up, we had uh, Titus Burgess. what do we got here? We got some sort of float with uh, some uh, some dancing uh, Titus Burgess and Beverly Stoughton or Stanton and uh, the Manhattan Youth Ballet. Uh, this was a very Disney song. I don't wasn't familiar with the song, but it sounded like something like that would be sung during a parade at a theme park, and. Uh, Youth basket. uh I don't know. Oh, youth ballet there. Sorry, sorry there, everybody. This is Ray. I just uh, fell into a Bernie. I f- I think I went into some fugue state as Bernie there. Um. Next up was a band. Uh. Mm, I can't read any school schools. Uh, scooters uh, rehearsal every day. Oh, this school band. They have a rehearsal every single day. They have dancers, drummers, uh, flag wavers. They're in contrasting. So the dancers are in like very uh, futuristic uh, outfits. Uh, I don't know what song is playing there. And then there's a blast from the past. uh, And I guess I'm going to give it to Mikey, uh, who may, may have some questions. Go ahead, Mikey. Thanks, Ray. Uh, next up is the giant Kool-Aid man. Uh, nine gallons, nine foot uh, something. It's a balloon. Uh, a balloon floats. And uh, these are like uh, things they, they make us laugh because they say, Scooter, could I drink an entire uh, giant jug of uh, kool No, you can't, Mikey. Ray, could I have a giant thing of Kool Aid because it, the like Scooter showed me the ads of the uh, Kool Aid man coming to help my thirst? Uh, no, you can't. Uh, maybe at the summertime at a you know special event you can. So then the Duck Dynasty is uh, Captain Macy's and <laughs> Captain Macy's, and then there's the strangest thing: there's a peanut, uh, a member of the upper class. Uh, or some sort of uh, bourgeois figure. Did you like that? Uh, Ray, liked my use. Ray taught me that word. Uh, a rich peanut, uh, a rich uh, humanized peanut, uh, uh, saying, you could call me a grace, uh, you could always dapper, they said, uh, in a nutmobile. 1916, a 14-year-old made it, uh, and then they said, well, if it was rich, uh, it would look better. Then we had Miss America on a Drake's Cakes float. She was from Syracuse, uh, so that was cool. Uh, Then the 125th birthday of South Dakota. Uh, Marine Corps marching band also. This is not in the notes, but I'm seeing it there. But yeah, we had uh, Mount Rushmore. I don't know if it's the same float. Uh, Rising Stars, the same suit. I don't know any of this thing, these notes. Probably some sort of musical act. The same suit rising stars lighter in, maybe that's the song, lightning in a bottle? Okay, there is a band on there. Oh, they won a a contest. I remember this. And uh, they did a good job. Uh, And I think the song is lightning in a bottle. They won the Rising Stars band thing, the Somerset. Uh, yeah, so they, they do a good job. Uh, one of them is standing in a, in a waterfall. Then we have the Big Apple Circus, 1902, the, this U.S. tableau. And then uh, far behind the Kool-Aid man is Ronald McDonald in a shoe car. So you have a you have a giant uh, jug of drink that I'm not allowed to drink. Then a, a rich peanut, a rich sentient peanut. Uh, then Ronald McDonald. Now Ronald McDonald, I assume, is your king because you have a real Ronald McDonald being followed by a giant balloon. Only person I know that was uh, followed by the wrong balloon. They didn't have a wimpy kid. So is Ronald McDonald your king? The Phil, though on Ronald McDonald, only a seven out of ten. But a uh, good smile, thumbs up, a good balloon from a lower camera shot, uh with a scarf. A scarf looks a little weird. Uh back to you, Ray. Oh thanks, Mikey. Uh, yeah, then we have the jump ropers from jump uh for jump uh, jump uh they jump roped for four, three or four miles and they're jump roping to eight bit music. Uh Then we have Zuzu Pets, Uh, I guess a movie came out, Quest for Zoo. Then we had Debbie Ryan, and Debbie Ryan sang a song, not like it was, you know, we have uh, something time of year, but not the best time, not like Allie and Allie, or Alan, like uh, uh, like that Scooter likes, the best time of the year, and it's clear, we'll celebrate it festive time of the year is so what scooter's note says and uh but a good job then we have spongebob uh, with a hat uh 10 out of 10 the teeth on spongebob are really cool then a band from tall Pond springs with scooter 8 not that long ago also spongebob's nose and eyes uh, i like the shape of spongebob uh, lots of movement and dancing in that top on springs. Uh, uh, and now, uh, Gregor, old oh, next, Ray. Uh, next up is a Royal Caribbean uh, question of the seas. And, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, when you think of Indina Menzel, you think of uh, Kristen Chenoweth, uh, singing New York, New York on this float. Uh, and I said, next year, that was when, uh, Dina. But anyway, uh, Christian Chenoweth singing a version of New York, New York, very, very good. Right now, I'm watching a marching band though, with kids uh, dancing, a little bit of uh, different kids and acting. Then Cirque du Soleil as uh, Globe. Transit to float. Oh, this is the largest float ever, or something. Oh, there's Christian Chenoweth in uh, the saying, oh, these are the things you could do on a ship. Uh, uh, so, uh, But uh, Cirque du Soleil, it's like a ship uh, float, also a ship float, but a different old. Dream Seeker, cool umbrella dance. Uh, there's a uh, party pole climber. Oh, there's a lot of about jumping on this, uh, and there's a pole climber. Very good stuff. Also, confetti cannons. Tube, tubers, uh, best uh, fun of hiccup. Uh, face low fill. I don't know what that means. Uh, I'll know in a second, though. But I'll give it back to you, Ray. Then, okay. Oh, thank thank you, Greg. Uh, um, Oh, Toothless, I think, from uh, How to t- Train Your Dragon is what you're talking about. You know, Scooter's never seen a Cirque du Soleil show. I don't know if anyone would believe that. Uh, but, yeah, then there's a chocolate puppeteer, Goo Goo Dolls. Wiz- oh, boy, the Wizard of Oz there. Bernie, you want to take that? Ah, uh, Bernie the butterfly here. Thanks, Ray. Yeah, Wizard of Oz. There's a marching band. But it was weird because it was like, uh, you had Dorothy and then you had a dancing lollipop, uh, oh, the lollipop guild, uh, which was kids having fun. But then you had like these, uh, big head versions of the other characters and, uh, cool banners, uh, Dorothy. Yeah, but bobblehead type, uh, with hot air heads, uh. And then the, the uh, witches at the end afterwards, 1939, there's also a balloon, which is a hot air balloon with the wizard in there. There's still people on stilts I just saw, but I don't think that was for the, uh, by the way, toothless is not full. So I don't know what, there wasn't a rating, but I have to give a rating, eight out of 10. And yeah, so I don't understand, uh, the uh, wizard of Oz was cool though, uh. Then the Varsity Spirit, Let's Go Macy's, uh, uh, he, uh, oh, they did the song, I Need a Hero, which is in Footloose, uh, then you had Joan Jett and not the Heartbreakers, just Joan Jett, it was good, it was a pep rally float, uh, only bongos, uh, uh, Joan has great coats and, uh, there was an older gentleman on the float, Scooter said, who's that, uh, Didn't have a musical instrument. And, uh, yeah, but uh, that's, that's, oh no, that's the Google dial scooter. Scooter's looking for the older gentleman there. But back to you, Ray. Okay, thanks. Then Spider-Man, uh, nine out of 10. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 was just coming out in 2013. Uh, peace sign. Oh, there's a a kid, uh, there's a big apple float, uh. Amy something 22. Oh, uh, oh, that's Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2. There's a Super Bowl kid with a peace sign. Oh, they're advertising the New York Super Bowl. That's going to, I don't know if it was even going to be on NBC. Then you had the, uh, NYPD, uh, band, uh, then want chill 23. I don't know. <laughs> Scooter. We had the, the. This was strange, though. They had a Power Rangers uh, show where they stopped the parade and they even set up a set, but they were rushing the marching bands. But then uh, in a Super Mega Force, uh, something to Mighty Morphin Force uh, transfer, real uh, hot air balloon, though, with the uh, wh- wh- whiz Wizard. Uh, um. Then we had the band. Yeah, the band had to run at full speed. Wow, uh, to keep up, uh, did just to get there. Uh. Then we have uh chin. Oh, th- there was this band with uh, low chin straps that looked really good. They looked cool, but they couldn't be comfortable. Then after the Mighty Morphin',s we had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with the uh, Fallout Boy. Then we had pole ball flat uh Pokemon, I'm assuming Pokeball. Why does that say pole ball flat Pikachu looks good? Oh so the uh, the Pokeball is flat seven out of ten, but Pikachu was nine out of ten. And the cheeks on Pikachu were flashing. Okay, I'm seeing Joan Jet uh oh, that's like a maroon uh raincoats. Oh, there is an older gentleman on the the float uh, who looks official. Just not sure what he's doing there. Not a member of the band. Then the cheerleaders. Then the the Spirit of America cheer. Then a Spider-Man. And they even play the old Spider-Man song. Pikachu looks good, though. Flashing Cheeks, uh, South Shore Drill Team, Neon Stripes. But it's not South Shore. But that's just what Scooter's writing uh, says. uh, Oh, there's a dancing top to the apple there. That's interesting. Then we have Despicable Me. Uh, They stop and do a float show to Happy. Poppin' Fresh has a big smile, but only 7 to 10 on the fill there. Then a Mountain View band. Then Build-A-Bear with Austin Mahone. Uh, name part of the song, Dancing Thread. What makes a good lip sync, the eyes or the eye line? So those were questions Scooter was asking. Uh, then we have Finn and Jake from Adventure Time. They're Phil, 6 out of 10 and 5 out of 10. Not great. Then Buzz Lightyear. There's a Globe that's like a 5 out of 10. And there's the Mighty Morphin Dancers, uh, today on your cruise ship, uh, the Mighty Morphin Dancers, uh, oh wow, they just came through and broke through some stuff, uh, so you have the Super Mega Force, and then the Mighty Morphin Force or something, then, uh, Cookie First, a Cookie Float with Brett Eldridge and Cookie Kids, uh, then I cannot read any of this, Props, a Sleigh Ride, uh, there's a band that had to run. So they're rushed uh Okay, so we have a couple things we're missing, but I'll fill in Snowball Dances something sleigh crayons a youth choir Cornic- they're on a cornucopia. Oh here's the kids with the chin straps so they go over the like over the front front mouth uh looks cool, just doesn't look comfortable. Well, looks different. There's the turtles, uh, cornucopia, giant striped uh, salt walk- stilt walkers. Oh boy, then Do- we'll get to this, I guess. Let's see. Fallout Boy, right now. Oh, yeah, but later comes Dora the Explorer and Ariana Grande. And I said, Holy couch, 2013 she wasn't too big for the parade. And I mean, here's the thing. She was in the parade. I mean, that's pretty impressive to me. And she sings Last Christmas, uh, still was a Disney star at the time, though I think right at the end of the Disney career and became, I guess, the Ariana Grande we all know. I'm just trying to think of when those songs were hits. They must have been 2013 or 2014 of like, uh, the real huge, uh, breakout hits, sort of, uh, like, uh, there's Pikachu I'm watching, uh, then something O'Hanlon letter is there, oh, Virginia O'Hanlon has a letter for Santa Claus, which is a Macy's musical, and we have a nine out of ten for a No Joy Balloons, uh, there's the South Shore Drill Team, Scooter was right for once, uh, and they have these, they're dancing, they have, uh, beautiful neon stripes, some pink and some green, and they're really dancing well there, um, okay, where else, and no joy balloons, uh, can only one Olay Enchanter, Delta Central Port Dickens, uh, and then Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings, uh, right now is the despicable me thing, uh, but I said, oh wow, to Sharon Jones, that was 2013 and the Dap Kings, uh, 2012, I thought it was like 2010. There's poppin' fresh coming down the, the lane there. What else we got? Elf on a shelf, uh. Corsets, balloon, nine out of ten. Then there's an eye, four out of ten. Then there's a dreidel, uh, tricks, dreifel like a robust uh, robot, must be. There's a marching band going by right now. Smurfs later, musical home, mushroom home, papa. IRL, and a balloon. So Ronald McDonald and Papa Smurf are the gods of the parade. 10 out of 10, though, on that Papa Smurf balloon on the fill. Uh, But, oh, that, uh, no, but that was on the fill of the balloon. But the Papa Smurf's posture on the balloon was a little strange because his body's turned to the side. Doesn't make any sense. Okay, then we have the Build-A-Bear floats going by now. I'm trying to think what I could was confused about, but there's a, oh, this must be Austin Mahone. I'm waiting to see here. Austin Mahone has a like uh mouth microphone, which actually adds to the, makes it look good. Oh, this, there's the thread dances. Uh, that Scooter was talking about. I don't know some of the other things Scooter was confused about in these notes. Smurfs 2 was coming out, though. Great waving. though. Oh, they have Papa Smurf's balloon waving. I don't know. I guess Papa Smurf... Oh, yeah. I see uh, the Adventure Time float. Not full enough. Uh, Harvard. Harvard suits? Duck floats a Harvard suit. Uh, Long... Great Waving, Long Something. Uh, a Little Slow for Parade. Oh, the song, Megan Hilde Merry Christmas, Darling. That was the song was a little slow for the parade. There's Buzz Lightyear. Uh, again, good flying action. Santa Land Extras, Mannheim Steamroller. They looked like they were having a great time. They were having fun, uh, and they did a little Manheim. There's a Domino's sugar cookie float, uh, okay. We, this was one of, it's a cookie factory and this is Brett Eldridge singing, doing a good job. No, it doesn't look, look like it. Brett Eldridge has a shirt on though. Just, uh, oh no, I guess like a V-neck, uh, which makes sense. I mean, it could be warm out there, but, uh. Yeah, anyway, Brett Eldredge singing, dancing, not sure what song, but, uh, okay, Cactus is having fun. I don't know what that is. Oh, that was Manheim Steamroller. Then the Macy's Great American Marching Band. Chris, oh, I guess we didn't, Scooter didn't finish the parade here. That's the end of Scooter's Notes. Uh, this is when Scooter was not feeling well, I'll I'll tell you. So let's see what we got here. We're back live with the parade and your friend Ray. We've got Snowball Dances. Oh, and then this one marching band puts together their own sleigh. And they did a good job. The Snowball Dances is like a a sleigh made of uh, props. uh, And some of the brass of the band is in it, uh, imaginarily. Then we have a cornucopia, and this is a, this is a youth choir, the Cherokee National Youth Choir, and there's some on the cornucopia. There's also adults uh, not on the thing, a lot of waving. These kids got to be tired. Uh, adults carrying pumpkins, and then dancing uh, like candy cane stilt walkers. And then the Dora, the explore float, I can see it in the background. Ariana Grande, wow. Uh, she's with Dora. Dora's Christmas uh, something was a so special coming up. Uh, I mean, I'm just impressed. Holy cow. So she's singing. She has a mic. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's singing last Christmas because I remember I said, okay, we had a uh, We've gotten some other additions, and I know it's like something. She's dancing. Wow, really? Dancing it up with Dora. Great earmuffs. Uh, great jacket. And uh, doing some some dancing. Uh, coordinated dancing. Again, I, I, I don't know. I, I, like, I think that was a good performance. But again, I guess I'm starstruck, you know. Then we have the Macy's balloon of the girl delivering the, um, Letter to Santa Claus, and that's going by there. Uh, Macy's, New York, or whatever, Santa Claus. That's in the, like, I think uh, Santa Claus versus uh, the 4th District or something. I can't remember the movie. Or Virginia. Uh, uh, Virginia, have you heard from Santa Claus? Here's Sharon Jones. Oh, the Delta float. Okay, that was confusing. With Dickensian Dan... okay, yeah, they have Dickensian people on the ground. This is a Central Park float, Sharon, Sharon Jones and the Dab Kings, and uh, a large band for, for I mean the whole a whole group, I guess the whole official group, and oh, they have like some Dickensian styling, kids, uh, a turn of the century styling. And they're on the float waving. That float also, I felt like, started moving too soon and threw everybody off. Then the elf on the shelf does not have enough air. Uh, I don't know what our comments were on that, but it's making its way down the thing now. You know, Poor Scooter, he couldn't finish the parade. It's, uh, it's funny that Scooter gave up. Uh, I know he had a cold, so I forgive him. But, yeah, there's the elf on the shelf. It's going by. It needs some air. I don't know how many years that elf's been in there. Then there's, oh, the dreidel car. Is it a robot or a car? That's what Scooter was asking because it does do some loops. Uh, So the dreidel uh, circled once uh, and then heads off. Balloon float. uh, Then we go to the Smurfs. Papa. Smurfette, and uh, I don't know who the other one is. Regular Joe Smurf. Narrator Smurf, I don't know. Then Papa, who's like jumping for joy or something, which now I remember. But I don't know. Is Papa Smurf known to jump for joy? But waving as well. That's a cool effect. And very well-filled, very uh, popping colors then we have a duck float um like toy ducks three of them and uh, this is from homewood suites and we've got someone singing Megan Hilty and uh it looks yeah it looks like a nice emus nice puffy jacket uh seems to, oh this is the slower number a little slow this song Merry Christmas, darling, is this? This is the one, right? I think this one, Scooter gave up, put Scooter to sleep. So I understand they're, like, doing, they do some numbers that are, like, uh, what do you call it, Uh, holiday songs at the end. So now it's making more sense. The last five uh, singers or whatever do holiday songs. The only thing, oh no, there's Mannheim Steamroller. So Scooter was still watching here. There's a cactus. Um, that must have been in Scooter's notes that he was confused. It's a train, it's Macy's train. And in the thing is a cactus and two cowboys. Uh, but yeah, oh boy, is Mannheim Steamroller enjoying it? Uh, talk about a great retirement being in Mannheim Steamroller jamming out on the drum pad and the keyboards and then the bassist. And so they're moving on. They all have matching jackets. Uh, Then the Great American Marching Band. Uh, And then yeah, they have uh, people with flags, people with bands. Then you have three Elf, the traditional Macy's Elf Balloons. And they look pretty cool. I'm trying to think of any other notes I would have about this here, but yeah, Macy's band's going by, and the elves have the hands on the hips. Uh, they say, "What are you looking at?" Uh, yeah, three elves. Uh, those. Are, uh, oh, look at somebody saying, "Hurry up! Hurry up! Uh, get over to the right!" And there's Saint, Mrs. Claus, Santa Claus. Uh, uh, Santa's beard's pretty short. Some fake snow, and that's the end of the parade. There, the Macy's uh, believe star balloons. Uh, a good end of the parade there. Santa's very uh, animated. Up touched his nose. Uh, Mrs. Claus and one, the one elf that's uh, chosen to rule them all, or whatever. And yeah, now they're running the. Uh, credits so again check it out check out a past parade uh uh on the internet uh check out 2013 or maybe listen to the other watcher 2013 14 15 16 17, i don't know and then listen to the episodes i think if you're a 10 or 20 dollar patron you get access all the way back and then if you're a five dollar patron you get back to 355 uh so you could do that too but I hope you have a great holiday season. This is your friend Ray saying to her good night, everybody.